0: And energy captains, we are back with the season two, Whitney Holtzman, Cam Lynch here. Whitney, it's great to see you again, as always.
1: It's so great to see you too, Cam. And I am ecstatic about this episode because you and I sort of, you know, started from the bottom. You're an undrafted free agent. I came from a family of all lawyers. And We've documented on this show the grind that we've both been through, the hurdles we've faced, all that we've had to overcome. It certainly hasn't been easy. And now we're at the point where you're an MBA, you graduated from business school, and I'm an NFL agent, and I just can't believe the journey that we've both been through. But because it's been so challenging, I'm just so proud of us and so excited to start recording this episode. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been insane, a lot to chat about and it's crazy with me because we've talked about this MBA. We talked about staying in Tampa really for, for about four, four years now, three to four years. And it's funny because while I was playing, that's really what my my goal was when I played to say, hey, I want to play four to five years because we get maximum money for graduate school and let alone I'm finished playing and I'm able to transition to get this MBA. And at a school that you suggested USF and so you know here in South Florida where you're like, "Hey, the program is great, Jeff Finnick has a great program going on there at the Muma College of Business and I, I followed that those footsteps and here I am with the NBA so I'm very thankful for you, Whitney.
1: Of course. I mean, that was, you know, a big leap of faith to take in trusting me. You know, since I haven't gone to business school, I just gave you recommendations based on the people I know who have gone there and what I've heard about the program. Are you glad you went that route to USF? It was a good experience.
0: Yes, I'm really glad. And, you know, for the people out there listening to be honest, the best education I got in business was through you. You were my professor before before I got to the USF professors, right, Whitney? Because, you know, you've been through the corporate spaces where it comes to MLB, the ESPN, the Gary V's. You talk to people, uh, to I'm sure you're blue in the face where you get that call, hey, Whitney, can I pick your brain? Because they know you have that MBA slash PhD brain in business. So that was my education prior to going and getting my MBA. And Yes, I'm glad because, you know, one of my buddies, Dan, who's a lawyer, he realized that, hey, Cam, you do business really well now. You understand it. You know, you're a bit more quick to the trigger. And there are things that, you know, I have to work on in regards to not doing things for free all the time. Right. And, you know, making sure that I get compensated for what I do. But just I feel more polished and refined. And thankfully, I had a uh, prerequisite through the Whitney Holtzman Business School. So, like I said, thank you. (laughs)
1: Of course. And I think, um, you know, I'm the type of person who always shoots it straight. You know that about me. You're always going to get the truth. But I'm very grateful that you're so easy and willing to take feedback because it was easy to pass along. You know, it's not easy to say to people, okay, you know, you need to change course or I recommend, uh, you know, these are the certain hours that people work in business this is how you do contracts you you were always open to to, and willing to learn and to grow and to get better to where. so you made my job easy and I appreciate that one thing that you mentioned was the NFL and helping with tuition so I think a lot of people don't realize how does that program work and how many years do you need to play to get tuition why don't you explain to people how that whole dynamic works
0: yeah so the goal of football is to become vested so that's three to four years of playing NFL football, right? And that means you have to play three games to in a year to get vested. And, and so usually when it comes to scholarship money um, through the trust, that's a, a part of the NFLPA, the union. And you have to play a certain amount of years. And the more years you play, the more dollars that are in your bank to for tuition. So that was my goal was to play four, four to five years to get that those maximum amount of dollars, I think up to $50,000. And then you're able to go to school through that and continue education and different things like that. So uh, super grateful. And I think to be honest, the NFL has one of the best programs, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to continuing education. So uh, I'm glad I took advantage of that.
1: So were you able to basically go to school for free because of playing in the NFL?
0: Precisely. I was able to go to school for free and kind of continue what I did in college. And I, I took five years off with me. Right. Like um you and I got connected, I believe, I think my second to third year in the NFL. And that's when that business Whitney's business school <laughs> got going. But really took five years off, four years, five years off of education where I wasn't reading on a daily. I mean, I was reading different things, but not intentionally to get better and to grow outside of football right so I wasn't reading on a daily basis I wasn't you know writing on a daily basis when it comes to paragraphs or different things like that so there was that imposter syndrome stepping into that uh that business school it's like ooh, I, I'm here with a whole bunch of uh, kids that just graduated from either USF or different places across the country and they've been in the game when it comes to the schoolroom more often so how was I gonna fare off with that and I realized like in football, we're in a classroom most of the time. We're now on the football field, we're learning in different environments. We have coaches who are 60, 70 years old, who've talked to thousands, invested their dollars into so many different things that are giving us game that I didn't realize. So I have my PhD in football, but making that transition was definitely an imposter syndrome type situation.
1: And how were you received by your classmates in the beginning? Did you come in on an equal playing field with them? Was it did they realize you had played in the NFL? What was that experience like?
0: Yeah, it's funny because so there's a new position that I accepted. Right. We can get diving a little bit later and uh, after I got my NBA. So I'm putting it to use and it's kind of similar to this this job that I'm in now, right, some of the kids are like, oh, like, you know, I never thought I'd be on a Zoom with a bunch of NFL players, you know, and actually, they were given a case study when we started last week. So the kids that just graduated, some of the Olympians in our program, were given a case study. The NFL players, they were like, hey, we don't want to overwhelm you, so we'll, like, you know, let them do this, and we'll catch you guys up later, and I said, no, like, nope. in our NBA... Yeah, USF, the teacher would say, oh, Cam, you're an NFL player. I know you just got football field doing the Super Bowl. Like, don't worry about this assignment. They're like, no, it's due next week. We expect you to do better than these other kids in here. So right. good luck. And so that's what I demanded. And um, yeah, I think I realized that there's some ceilings, some glass ceilings that I'm going to have to break through and some um, you know, just some stigmas around football players that we can't handle everything, but Little does she know, like, I got this MBA and I'm ready to roll.
1: Sounds like being a woman.
0: Whitney, you know what? I I couldn't wait to get on this podcast because it reminds me of just so many situations that we've been through. And let alone situations that you've been through where it's like you have to break through this, these glass ceilings. And, you know, with, you know, your new news, like you broke through some ceilings. and I can't wait to dive through kind of just that journey and how everything came around full circle for you as well.
1: Yeah. And I'm glad that you stood your ground because it's a little bit, and they don't mean it, but like underestimating you or dumbing you down. And like you played football and that is a chapter of your life. But like, for me, you are my friend, you're my family. And that's always first, like whatever job either of us have kind of comes second. And I think you need to be looked at as like, this is the job that you have now, whatever people did in their past, that's great. And it contributes to who you are now, but it is not going to define you for your whole life. Cause it's, it's, it, it, you retired.
0: Exactly. I'm retired now. I am now Cameron from the in a professional business, uh, professional athlete to professional businessman. That's, that's what that transition has been. And, you know, Whitney, I discussed, right. That imposter syndrome, I've discussed having to break through ceilings, right? So would you be able to bring us into some of your moments where you maybe felt like, Ooh, like I don't belong here, but I'm about to crush it. Or like, Hey, I got to break through the ceiling. Cause they think I can't, um, Yeah. Can you bring us into some of those memories or moments?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's been a number of them. When I was at ESPNW, um, they basically assigned me a story the Friday before the Super Bowl at Cowboys Stadium. And I had to write about how much food is served at the game. And I had two days to track down like the main chefs at Cowboys Stadium the weekend of the Super Bowl. And these are people I've never met. And I was able to get the story done. And that ended up earning me a full-time role. And I think it's just, you know, I I have many of those. I I was sold a a fake ticket to the Super Bowl and ended up getting in when Tom Brady was down 28 to three and he came back and and ended up winning that game. And I always tell people it's about being relentless. I mean, when I took my internship at ESPN, they had actually filled all 50 spots. And the guy I interviewed with fought with three people to create a 51st spot with me, including the president. Of the company and that open doors. So, those people are my superheroes. But I think it's just there's in business, there, unfortunately, like relationships, there are a lot of men specifically who just love the power and feel like they can treat, they can get what they want. They've had success in that by sort of, you know, for lack of a better term, bullying people. I mean, people have said to me, you know, I thought you were a nice girl. So why aren't you doing this for free? Or if you really believed in it, you would do it for free. And these are multimillionaires. And so I think my hardest struggle has been people underestimating me. Either they look at me as a a woman or someone who doesn't look like a typical NFL representative, and they think that they can treat me however they want. That if I have creative ideas, that they can bully me or emotionally abuse me as a boss and get me to to, you know, be quiet and to ultimately come out on top and look like the hero in the situation or people, you know, now that I have my own business who who want things for free and think they can emotionally bully me into giving it to them. And the thing about um, those situations is I was saying, you know, once I became an NFL agent that, I had so many bad days, bad moments, setbacks, bad luck. And, you know, I just kept persevering and staying positive. Perseverance and positivity are the two keys. And then finally, one day the dream came true. And, you know, they say success is the best revenge. And some of those people who treated me horribly are now liking the post and reaching out. And I never forget. As Tom Brady said, I keep receipts. But those people end up in the, it's like the tortoise in the hair. Like they kind of sputter out. They don't really make it because of how they treat people. And, you know, I stuck to my guns that have had old, but I've, I've never forgotten those. And, and now, you know, it, it trains you, you look for the signs of, you know, you just say up front, okay, this is the cost. This is my, and if, you know, people want to work with you. Those are the rules they have to, you know, buy into. And those people's bullying, you just, you know, now that they're calling and reaching out, I never forgot how they treated me beforehand. And they just kind of, you know, get kept on the back burner at arm's length.
0: Yeah, that's, I can't imagine. And it's crazy. because I feel like I know a lot of these people. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, some of them that denied you beforehand, right, have worked at this (laughs) the NFL PA here right um and and so Whitney you know I think we're at that point now where we can kind of we can discuss uh this big news right this big news in regards to Whitney Holtzman the NFL agent (laughs) that's that's insane I mean even saying it rolling off my tongue I'm like wow
1: (laughs) you know I'm not the type that sort of rests in my laurels or you know throws a parade for myself to celebrate accomplishments but After I found out the news, I woke up the next day and I was just smiling. I felt so content because, you know, I said to you when you graduated with your MBA, you now have the highest degree that the top people in business have. You are with the elite people in business. And I woke up the next morning kind of smiling like all of those people out there, those huge names that I am now one of them, like I am at their level and equal to them because for so long, people would say to me, are you like an agent? And I was like, now I can say I am an agent.
0: (laughs) I am an agent. I am (laughs) an agent.
1: I'm not like an agent. I'm not a blow. I'm not trying to be I'm not, you know, impostering an agent or, you know, uh, pipe dream like. I am. I, the, the top, just as you have the highest degree that the top people in business have, I now have the highest degree that the top sports representatives have.
0: I mean, and that's been a dream. I'm sure since you were a young girl, I know your parents always want you to go into law. They're like, we're lawyers, you know, Whitney, I want you to say, I am a lawyer, but you're like, nah, I want to be in sports. Like I am an agent. That, that's, I mean, brava. Thank you. <laughs> brava. Oh, my,
1: my brother says our family is like now duck, duck, goose. It's like lawyer, lawyer, agent.
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. I mean, li- I mean, people who are, you know, just tuning in. Whitney's brother is a lawyer following the footsteps behind Whitney's mom, who is a lawyer and Whitney's dad, who is a lawyer, uh, Whitney's dad and little brother and brother. Uh, her her brother, right. Have competing, not competing agencies, but it's like the Bucks and and the Saints and the Falcons. Am I wrong or am I right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're, they're both in, in business law and like, they would have like, Oh, I'm on the Florida bar website. I'm on. And I would like sit in the corner as the black sheep. And I'm like, no, now I negotiate legal deals too. Like I found a different path there and I did it my own way, but like, you know, I'm doing contracts also. I belong in this family.
0: (laughs) Yes. Winnie, And what, so to become an agent, you have to have a master's degree. But, right, we had to do, go jump through a lot of hoops. We had to write letters with me. And just that process, I don't think the NFLPA knew that you, that you do contracts that you go from A to Z, right, from soup to nuts for every contract that you do for us. So can you just bring us into that process, please?
1: Sure. And I hope it's okay that I'm saying this, but you are actually the inspiration for me pursuing this dream because I kind of just thought I it would never be possible because I didn't go to law school or business school. So I thought, okay, that's something that I can never be. So let me go the marketing route, which is what my experience is in. I can represent clients that way. And you know, as you were going about your your football career, I just realized that maybe there was an opportunity for someone like me who just cares about her clients so much, They become family would do anything for them. Like maybe there is a way to make this last piece happen because my business has gotten to the point where I can help clients with whatever they need. The one piece I couldn't represent them on was their contract negotiations. And I felt like, you know, if that were a capability, like I would be able to really get the job done for them. And so I wanted to at least try and see if I could make that happen. Like I, I, because I know that I have a different approach and I represent my clients in a way that's going to the ends of the earth for them. And I just know it's like, if you want a job done, like do it yourself. And that's how I felt about the contract negotiations. Like I, I looked around the field and didn't love the approach. And I knew that my unique way of doing things, um, you know, my personal approach and how much I care, um, you know, it, it might give clients that extra year, get them that extra mile on their contract. So I wanted to see if there was a way to make it happen. So I could just say there's nothing that I can't do for my clients. That's what I cared about in the long run. So basically, um, I had gotten a certificate in women's entrepreneurship from Cornell and I, you know, emailed the NFLPA Ivy, uh, Ivy
0: League. <laughs> yeah,
1: I and uh, my dad's so proud because that's where he went to college and law school. So he's like, "Now you're my alma mater." I'm like, mm, I'm "Still a Gator <laughs> fan, but okay." <laughs> uh, so I emailed the NFLPA and I was like, "Hey, I didn't go to law school or business school, but I got this, you know, certificate in women's entrepreneurship. Like, can we allow that to count as my exception to apply to be an agent?" And they were like, "No, that doesn't count." But you know, we don't really necessarily. It's not talked about, but. If you have nine or more years of marketing or sales experience, you can basically petition them to be able. And had I not emailed him, I would have never known that. And so I want people to understand that that's out there as a possibility. So basically, they had me send them, you know, contracts. I've done letters of recommendation. You wrote a beautiful letter, and I'm convinced that's what helped me, uh, you know, be able to take the test. But In 2020, there was no exam because of the pandemic. So I had applied January of 2020. If you, For everyone else who applied then, who went to law school or business school, they knew from that moment they'd be taking the test the next time it was offered. I didn't find out. I was approved until July 7th of 2021. The test was August 5th. So everyone else had a year and a half to study. I had a little over three weeks. And by the way, the test is on the you know, basically, five hundred page collective bargaining agreement (CBA). It's math and legal language, neither of which are my specialty. It's like the bar exam, in fact. And it was extra hard this year because they had two classes of people, but still basically only wanted to take one class. And so um, that they, from what I've heard, the pass rate ended up being around thirty-five percent. So. Yeah, the odds were normally it's 45. So I thought it was, you know, the odds were stacked against me when it was 45, considering it was 35 this year and I had three weeks to study. Plus, there are 800 and something agents out there. About 30 are women and fewer than 20 have a client on an NFL roster. So when I say this was the impossible every step of the way, it just felt like overcoming the biggest hurdle of all time. And then, you know, okay, I got them to say yes to take the test, but then you have to pass this impossible test. So, so many times it was just like, you know, oh my gosh, like this is the biggest beast I'm going to fight. And then one day the dream came true. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. And I, I, you probably can't discuss what's on that, what's on that exam, right? You can't discuss what's the, what's on that exam, but it, when, while you were talking, you mentioned the unique things that you do for your clients. And I was thinking for myself, right? Like if you can put in some of those letters of recommendation, the things that you've done to support me, I mean, it'd be insane. And Witty, can you, can you dive into the story about when I was at Tennessee and my house was flooding and just the, the, the extent and some of this, stuff, the wild stuff that you do for your players that probably no one else has done. Can you please dive into some of these wild stories, please?
1: Sure. And I mean, to me, it's all a no brainer. Like, you are family and I it's the same stuff that I would do for my own family. But yeah, right. You know, in the early days of us working together when you were with the Bucks, um, I remember we were at training camp one day and um, I introduced you to a realtor and you were able to buy a house in Tampa. I was like, you're going to live here. You're going to die here like you need to invest like right now. And probably a good investment at this point. Um, this investment. Good. So and you've loved living there, and so but the house needed, um, you know, some freshening up and, and a little bit of a makeover. Um, it just had some old carpet and tile, just you know, ugly paint colors, and so it, it needed a facelift to say the least. And I remember you at you know helped you find the tile guy and the floor guy and the paint guy, whatever. And you said at training camp one day, hey, the tile guy is coming over. The carpet guy, can you help me come over and pick out you know which carpet and. Long story short, the selections you had made were ugly. Um, they were very, uh, very. places bright and happy and we're in Florida and it looked like you were building a dungeon. So, um, you know, again, so open to feedback, which I appreciate so much. And um, you allowed me to, you know, possibly suggest some other choices that were a little brighter and happier and might fit with the vibe of the place. And then as we were going through those discussions, you're like, by the way, they're starting on Monday and you know, we're going up to Tennessee to scrimmage the Titans for nine days. Can you oversee the renovations? And so I always just say yes and hope for the best. And so I showed <laughs> up, the entire construction crew was in your driveway. I'm like, all right, let's let's go, guys. You know, it was like a Shania Twain song. And uh, <laughs> you know, here I am overseeing like 15 people. Yeah, exactly. Whatever they're doing, which I don't know, it seemed productive and looked like they were touching the right things. And then at one point, the contractor called and was I was going over to your house twice a day when you were gone to oversee the renovations. And they they called and uh, they were like, "Uh, the the toilet is. Flooding. And if we can't figure out how to turn off the water, it's going to flood the whole house overnight. And I just pictured calling you in Tennessee and being like, look, we've made it this far. And like you put me in charge of this. And now I flooded your brand new house. And all I said to the guy was, I do marketing. So like whatever you do is closer to figuring out how to turn off the water than what I do. So like just find a way. And luckily, they were able to turn it off. There was no real flooding or damage or, you know, they were able to stop it. And you, I don't even know that you knew it happened because by the time you got back, the project was well underway and they wrapped it up pretty quickly and all looked great.
0: Yeah. So and people were listening and saying all that, right? As a professional athlete to know that your investment is taken care of from A to Z, no matter if it's a contract that you're negotiating with the Buccaneers, the Rams, those are the teams that I play for. Or it's the investment in your home, right? Where you're going to be living, where your family's going to be living. Just just working through that with Whitney showed me that she's going to be a great partner, a great business partner moving forward. And I think for the people that are going to sign with Whitney moving forward as an NFL agent, whether it be through marketing or whatever it is in life, like she's going to handle it with care. She's going to make sure that it's done at a professional level. And regardless if there is a master's degree, she has the skills, <laughs> right? And I think yeah. that's just what we're saying here is like, no matter what that education, ed, that, that education is, whatever's next to your name, it doesn't matter. You're able to break through these glass these ceilings. And it reminds me of Rich Paul. Rich Paul is a guy with so many athletes on different, um, on different rosters. He doesn't have an MBA. He doesn't have a degree, but he's one of the best agents in sports. And, and Whitney, I feel like you could be the same, even better than a rich Paul. Right. So um what's what's life looking like for you now? What's what what are you thinking? Where direction are you thinking about going? Uh please fill us in.
1: Sure. Well, I think that um, you know, in a moment of vulnerability, like there was so much to overcome to get to this point. Every step, like The NFLPA? Are they really going to take me and allow me to take this test without a degree? Now I have to pass this impossible test where the pass rate is so low. I mean, even the bar exam is around seventy percent. This is half of that. So just showing how hard it is to pass. And you know, I I burst into tears when I found out I I you know had passed the test. But and and you soak it in for maybe a day or so. But then it's like, all right, well, passing the test doesn't really do anything. I have to sign clients because. The, the real challenge is that um, one of the other NFLPA rules is you have to sign a client every three years to stay certified. So I'm, you know, it was kind of like, okay, I passed the test. I, I climbed this, you know, literally Mount Everest. And now I, you know, I've, I don't want to say I'm worried, but like you know, you you feel like you made it this far, and you don't want to lose it. So it's like, how am I going to find someone to sign with me and to you know? Because everyone always wants to be the second person to give you a job. Like, where is it going to come from that someone's going to be willing to take a chance on me and let me represent them for on the field negotiations? And I would, of course, over deliver. But you know, it's just like you feel like the clock started ticking and. My, our friend, Jill Beckman, who works for the Bucks, she's like, it's only been like five days. So like, don't, you know, <laughs> it's not like it's about to expire, but you know, you worry about, okay, I've made it this far, but the whole thing could go to waste if you don't find someone to trust you. And so I'm just praying so deeply. Like, I just want to be able to find that one person to trust me to do their contract.
0: Wow. And it's and it's funny you say that because it reminded me last night, my dad has a buddy who has a son that plays for a team and he was like cam send this send this to whitney like will she represent him and i'm like i'm like number one i think dads always do this right where they want you to go contact somebody <laughs> and figure out you know how to build their house and it's yep. like Dad, you have whitney's information you were at the graduation with her you've known her for years now so you can i you can easily send this over to her yourself and you know, when I was thinking about that last night, when he said that at 10 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I'm podcasting with Whitney tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to tell her about this. But I think the more people, the more that people hear this story, Whitney, I think they're going to be willing to support you and help you and, um, you know, throw, throw ideas your way and, and make sure that you stay afloat. And, you know, for me, you supported me so much that. Um, you know, in this next phase of my life, I want to do what I can to make sure that I support you, whether it Thank be you. you know providing uh, you know resources, whatever that is uh, that'll probably, that'll be my, my first one. Uh, a message you. from my dad. So shout out to the Papa Lynch there.
1: Gosh, we love Sean. Uh, he's been a, a, a huge support system. He's basically you know part of our dynamic. So let me ask you from a player's perspective, how do you honestly view an agent? Like, you know, a lot of the um, guys I work with who are still playing are in the twilight of their career. So, you know, I feel like, you know, from their perspective, they're looking at it like, oh, we want someone who's been in the game for such a long time. I mean, that's what makes it so hard to break into an industry is you're dealing with the most money people are ever going to make. And, you know, they probably want to rest assured at night. Oh, I want the person who's been doing this for a 100 years. So like from your perspective, like what, would make you take a chance on someone like me and how do players view the agent role?
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's like any other investment, right? We want to make sure that there'll be success at the end, right? There'll be return on that investment. I think that's everybody. You already checked that box, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, so a return on investment. And so of course the goal is for that athlete to get on the team. So, um, and then I think that leads me to the network right and the connections and, thinking about that I go somewhere I'm like hey you know I'm working with Whitney Holtzman everybody people are like yep Whitney Holtzman like she's awesome so just people knowing who you are in the Tampa community global community whatever it is 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 awesome right um and now that also brings me to the fact right we talk about being an NFL agent and has does she talk to owner does she know owners and yes right and that goes to the stories where you were able to connect with Troy Vincent, who is the SVP of football operations, the NFL, to get into the Super Bowl. I mean, Gary, v, there's so many people that, you know, within the sports industry, it's going to be it's going to be I think you're going to be shocked when you close your first deal. You can be like, dang, I only had to call two people to get this done. Like, <laughs> isn't that crazy? <laughs> the you easiest know? thing I-
1: I've ever done. This is what everyone else does in normal life. You don't have to fight the patriarchy just to be able to do your job. You could just do it.
0: <laughs> yes yes Whitney. i think i think i know it's going to it's going to shock you it's going to shock you the the cu- first couple do that you do is going to shock you how easy it's going to happen and, and this leads me to my final point the reason why i think it's going to be so easy is because i, I was talking to my partner erinique about this before but she was saying whitney represents all around great people right so, of course, he was boosting me up, right? She, I'm her man, like she's sitting next to me. She represents and it's uh, true. Cameron. <laughs> yes, thank you. And then also we're speaking about Brandon Copeland, right? Um, he, he plays for the Falcons. He has his own show for the Falcons, when I'm, which I'm sure you supported in pushing that um, when it comes to the university of UPenn, his old alma mater. He's, he's teaching classes. He's a professor. There's so many things that he brings to the table and and he trusted that Whitney Holtzman will be able to carry him and push him forward in his career. I trust and still trust, and I'm sure Brandon still does, that Whitney Holtzman will carry us forward in our careers throughout our player life cycle, to be honest, before, during, and after. And so just in saying that, an athlete in college will be, and free agents in the NFL will be lucky to be represented by Whitney Holtzman as their NFL agent. So...
1: Thank you. That's That's very kind. And hearing it from you gives me sort of the most reassurance and the most hope. And I think, you know, because I did this my own way, you know, a lot of agents historically have done the contracts and, you know, they went to law school. They do the contracts and then they sort of disappear. And that worked for a long time. But with the advent of social media and building your own brand you know, I did the marketing thing first. So my background is really marketing in the agent part is the icing on the cake. So I really have the experience to help people build their brands over the life cycle of their career. It's not just, we do the contract and that's the beginning and the end. It's just, that's the just kicking off point for us. And then the branding and the marketing is really my bread and butter. So hopefully there are people out there who are thinking long-term and are, you know, most interested in, in, building their forever story and careers and, you know, lifetimes. And the the contract is just the start of it.
0: And that's what I think the beauty of what you offer is going to be. It's going to be very specialized, I think, for the athlete, because that's what I get. That's what Brandon gets. We get focus. We get attention. And it's not to the point where a lot of so athletes are going to face this. It's going to be, OK, do you go with an agent that's going to be have a, a group of clients and they're going to be focused on those clients to be able to go to their game, spend time. I mean, if people just take a look at your social content, you're supporting, uh, Brandon, Mc- uh, McClendon, Br- uh, are Brandon Copeland, Steve McClendon, sorry, Steve McClendon, uh, Brandon Copeland, you're supporting these players at every facet of their life. When I, when I was playing, you were supporting me. So each player is going to get that. It, some agencies ha- have so many players where they just fall by the wayside And I don't think that will happen with you, right? In five years, you might get to the point where it's like, ooh, you know, and you have other people working with you to support and get that done. But to be honest, they have to get to you, you know, before it gets too expensive, to be honest, if I'm another player. So um, I think they're going to get a specialized agent. They're going to get someone with a network and also mentors that can pull into these young athletes. That's one other thing, too, that a lot of agents really don't have is people to pour into them. So that's where I can come into play. Brandon Copeland come into play and other people that, you know, Um, and then also too, just like you mentioned, right? Like I'm in Tennessee and you're supporting me with, with renovate home, like different things that they will not get with other agents that special care. That's what you'll bring to, to the table there. And that matriarchal love, right. Where, you know, you provide a perspective that's different and on the, business personal life and so they'll get the whole shebang so uh you know you they you've got my word Whitney and my referral there and uh you, if PM. they need to talk to more people go ahead and click on Brandon Copeland uh Steve McClendon and those guys is um you know profiles of see what Whitney's done in their lives
1: that's incredibly kind of you and I think for me like I don't get FOMO I'm not wishing I was at a bar or you know like my my friends are You know, have been my friends my whole life, and they're like family, you know, as well to me. And, you know, whether I talk to them, you know, once a week or once a year, we're able to pick up where we left off. So I don't, you know, I'm at their big events, their weddings, their bachelorette parties, and I put in my calendar the things that are so important in their lives that I can't possibly miss as a friend. But beyond that, um, my, you know, company and social victories and the people I work with, I was telling someone yesterday, You know, a lot of people say, you know, our company is a family and that becomes cliche. But like for me and for us, like we mean that. I mean, my family has become your family. Your family has become my family. And, you know, if we have something going on in our lives, either personally or with our, like that takes priority, the work is second and it's great when it happens, but how much we care about each other is what comes first. And that is the only way I will operate. Like I don't have anyone in my life who doesn't understand my family isn't a priority and who isn't, doesn't know, or isn't close with my family. And I feel the same way. Like if I'm going to work with someone, their family becomes my family. And so that is the way, the only way I believe is right to to operate in the world and how I will go about things moving forward. And I also wanted to say like, we, we didn't touch upon as much as I wanted to like talking about your graduation ceremony and your MBA. And I, we had the most wonderful celebration with all your family and friends. It just shows how loved you are and how, how proud of you people were of how many people came in from all over the country, drove crazy hours, flew in to be at your ceremony. And I, I just couldn't stop crying that weekend. I, I've just never been so proud of or inspired by a human being. I mean, you walking across that stage, I just tears flowing out of my eyes because you know. Playing, you know, people think, you know, make it to the NFL is the peak of your career. And now to not only do that, but to work so hard to achieve the highest degree that's available in business. So few people reach that milestone and it just shows your character, your smarts, your work ethic. And it was it was a weekend that I will never forget. And it totally took my breath away.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. And it was great for you to really finally meet my whole family, right? I mean, we talked we talked about the, the family approach and that's so true. You met my family at games and when you come to the house for Christmas and holidays, my mom and grandma were exchanging gifts and to meet them all in at one time. It it was very, very special. And as you mentioned, right, like there's so many things that we accomplish on the football field. But with that graduation, it was the first time when we had a chance to walk across the stage. Right. And, wow. you know, if, in my undergrad at Syracuse, I wasn't able to walk across the stage because we were in football camp, you know, and there were so many things I, that I wasn't able to do um, while playing football. And, you know, as that. Play, those playing that chapter closed, I was able to walk across the stage and see my family and friends celebrate. I'm able to go celebrate my birthday in California where I'm from for the first time in 11 years, right? And I'm able to do things that my family is are, are very proud of and are able to be a part of. And that's one thing, Whitney, is just being a part of it, right? And I, I think that also goes to just you as an Asian as a person that you'll be a part of these people's lives and you're, you are a part of mine and the very integral piece. And, and so really just um, looking at kind of what our relationship has been, it's been a holistic relationship, right? You've, you approached business, you've approached this friendship and, and everything in a holistic way where everything in my life is covered and you supported in each facet. And I think that's what every player is going to get, whether, you know, they're getting married, like you said, or they're walking across the stage for the first time to get their, their second, their degree, um, you're going to be a part of that, that uh, they're part of their life. And I'm um, forever grateful to you for that.
1: Oh, well, it's very sweet. And I, I truly felt lucky to be in attendance. And honestly, like, you represent the purpose of why I started my whole business and why this whole thing exists. Because, look, Playing in the NFL is, uh, a, you know, something that very few people, it's the ultimate dream. It's the ultimate accomplishment for sure. But for me, I know that it doesn't last forever. So I want it to be, you know, a platform to your purpose. And so knowing that you accomplished this, you know, incredible degree that even people who don't play in football, very few are able to achieve it and that you were set up for such great success for the rest of your life. That to me is a social victory, not what happens on the field.
0: Mic drop. (laughs) Go ahead and mic drop there. I mean that's that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, You supported me throughout my player life cycle, right? That's that's during, before, during, and after. And that's that's. I can't ask for anything better than that, to be honest. So you know, I tell people you're my best business partner, but you're one of my best friends as well. So. I feel that way too.
1: Well, the the easiest way to sell something is to truly care about them and believe in it. And so it's, it's easy to do with you because you're the best in every way. So now that, you know, former NFL player gets his MBA, what happens next? Tell everyone what that job search is like, because it's very different than trying to sign with a football team. So especially for former athletes, okay, you get the degree and then what happens next?
0: Yes. You use the degree, right? You put some action behind that degree. itself. That, that's what it is. You take you take that knowledge that you learn, you take the connections, and you ask a lot of questions. You tell people you don't know. And that's the best thing sometimes is, when, you know, when you're in these, these spaces and you're a former player, um, you have connections with people like a Whitney Holtzman. They see that you're that you're diverse in what you do. People want to help you. They're like, oh, snap. Like, you're the guy that worked with the Whitney from Social Victories and y'all done this, this, and this. Well, you know what? I'll show you how to do this Excel document here. I'll show you how to log in to, uh, you know, we have to, we have to basically log in our, our hours. Like, Hey, I logged in this, I have to clock out, clock in, clock out. I'll show you how to get that going on your laptop there. Like just different things. People are willing to support you and help you. And so really just ask a lot of questions, create valuable relationships while I'm in this role and then also one thing, crush it. <laughs> really just crush it. So just use everything to just, to just crush it. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. and to make the final reveal here. So, um, I accepted a position at Visa. And so it is a financial services company. It's not a credit card company, right? It is a financial services company. They move money from point A to point B and they, pro- they provide a network for the cash to flow. And so uh, I'm really excited to to learn uh, within this space. Mitch, Whitney, you mentioned the the MBA thing, and there are a lot of people at this company at Visa that's located in San Fran who have an MBA. And it's funny because they don't put it like on their LinkedIn, like Cambridge MBA. Like they just they just have it in their profile, like ah, no big deal, you know. Yeah. The, uh, the, <laughs> the VP of at like I got a, I got an MBA from from Stanford or Wharton, like no big deal.
1: It's like the green light that allows you to rise to the top. So tell yeah. us how long this role is at Visa and what specifically that you're going to be doing there.
0: Yeah, so it is a NFL players in business program. And so this is the, the third version of it. So in the start of 20, 2010, they have recent graduates from college. So we're there with a whole bunch of 21-year-olds now. Then they have the second form. <laughs> was with Olympians and Paralympians. And so they, you know, they started that I think five years ago. And so this is the third version now. So this is the first year, inaugural year with NFL players. And so I'm looking forward to this because we're getting we're getting to learn from kids who went to to you know different schools across the country who aren't into sports at all. They don't they like sports but they could care less. And so I'm really interested in learning from them. I'm um, really in also continuing my MBA. And so the the makeup of this program is a two-year program and it's a rotational program. So we rotate every six months. And so four rotations total, two per year. And you can roll off, though, so after your first year. If you really enjoy one of those two rotations, you're like, ooh, I like this, then you can roll off and do that. So um, my first rotation is... Visa business solutions, marketing and advocacy. So well, you'll be great at the, that. <laughs> I mean, come on it's it's for the small it's for small businesses and making sure that we provide resources. So whether it be social victories, making sure that social victories knows where Visa's uh, application is to get you know ten fifteen thousand dollars, whatever that is, that's what that's for. And so uh, I'm really really elated about that because I I started my own media company with Whitney, by the way, and her pop. So uh, that's another part of the, the uh, her agency is that she has lawyers on deck. The most important thing if you are starting a business is- Lawyers on lawyers. lawyers
1: on lawyers in this family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, literally like a triple threat there, hat trick uh, with lawyers in their families. But yes, that's that's what we'll be doing. And um, yeah, and I'll be able to rotate out of that. And um, also it's nice because I get to-, I get to connect with people that I didn't connect with when I was in my undergrad. A lot of times as football players, we stay just with our our folks and kind of don't stray out of that, but I'm able to connect with some of the frat guys and gals that I would have connected with if I didn't play football. So it, it's bringing me back to the the things that I missed and I'm really enjoying it.
1: Yeah. It's like now you can live your life freely without any barriers or rules in place and connect with the people you want in, in your living out your dreams because of all the work that you put in. And so is your program just other NFL players or are you mixed in with sort of the general population?
0: Yeah, so there are different, co- it's, it's one cohort, so 30 something people and it's mixed with the recent graduates with the Olympians and then there's only six football players. Wow. And so some of the football players are, 40. So a football player, I might be the youngest, you know, 28 there, but uh, 26, one guy 26. But yeah, it, it's a different range and not many people got it, got into this position because it was Visa and a lot of former football players I think were, were aiming at it and not a lot of them got in. So I just think from the work that I put in prior with the NFL during my off, off season and off days, going in and doing extra work with the NFL, they were like, hey, we want we want to partner with Visa who are people that we trust, that we know, that can kind of represent the NFL in the best way possible? And I just think that that work that I put in is, is starting to pay off in a big way.
1: And of the football players, um, do a lot of them have the MBA, or is it just you?
0: So one other guy has the NBA and he has his law degree. <laughs> All right, he's fired. He's, <laughs> yeah he's just an anomaly i mean okay like, yeah, like, that's not fair i got my ABA. yeah then i went and got my law degree and i'm like hmm, which one do i get next i'm like okay yeah. you're, you're untouchable at this point when it comes right. to degrees and so. you love school but, yeah yeah he he yeah he loves, and he played in the nfl for nine years so i mean he's a very yeah very impressive gentleman well, it's always but, good uh, to have
1: people no matter where you are that inspire you
0: and I and I called him the first week and said, hey, like, I would love to get to know you. Let's connect yeah. because that's what that's that's the goal. That's the goal there. So it's nice to look up to people within the cohort and also people that are younger that you're like, ooh, that's a sharp young man or gal. Let me let me get to know them and pour into them and hope hope to learn something as well.
1: Well, you have such good judgment. You're always drawn to the best people in every circumstance. You're able to sort of pick them out. I'm curious. Did you know any of the football players ahead of time or recognize their names or was it all meeting new friends?
0: it was meeting all new friends and it's crazy because during the interview process, um, they allowed us to do a optional uh, meet and greet with some of the folks that worked at the company and just to hear them as like in a town hall. And the only people that made the cut were the people that were on this call. And there were a couple of people that were on the call as well that did not but um, it, it's just cool to see that the people that I am, that I am with, um, they're, they grinders, they're workers, they're workers. They do that next step to kind of, Uh, distinguish themselves overachievers exactly overachievers and and,
1: yeah i I think what people can take away from both of our stories you know no matter what industry you are in i mean we're obviously in two very different fields but for you you used your free time in the nfl to work at the nfl network fox sports players tribune you're still currently broadcasting games on espn um at fiu you broadcast the super bowl twice i mean you know, for the world's audience. I mean, you you did so, you're, you had a whole separate resume while still playing. And for me, when I was in college, I interned for the Tampa Bay Rays, Turner Sports in ESPN. I was a re- reporter on UF's TV station, interviewed Tim Tebow, all that. And so when it came time for the next step, we both were able to, you know, earn opportunities because of the investment and the work and the sacrifice we had put in when we were in our previous career. Because for me, college was going to come to an end for you. The NFL was going to come to an end. And I hope the lesson that people can take away is to use whatever chapter you're in wisely and make the most of your free time. Because when that next next chapter comes along, you are going to need the experience that you put in in your previous chapter.
0: Yeah. Wendy, how long would you say how long did you go back for this for the NFL agent position? As we as we wrap up here, this Energy Captains podcast with Whitney Holtzman and Cam Lynch, you're an agent now. How many years of work did you have to go into to make to show in the NFLPA that you're able and capable to not only do this as an agent but crush it as well?
1: Yeah, well, I mean it. It I had to show nine or more years of marketing and sales experience, so. I graduated college in, in 2010 and basically that first job right out of college is ultimately what allowed this process to jumpstart because if you know I hadn't I basically needed an entire decade of experience and so you look at different periods of investment it was my first job that allowed me to apply and then I started social victories you know first ever contract was August of 2016 so that's five years of doing my own contract so you have to just always um, you know, go for what's in your control and, you know, make the most out of any sort of situation. And you don't know when it's going to pay off down the road. But if you go grab anything that's your, your disposal in those moments, then it, it's going to create other opportunities for you down the road. Because had I not made those investments of those jobs and doing my own contracts, I wouldn't have been at this point to be able to petition them to become an agent. And I think the agent situation in my mind was like, look, this is the one thing I can't do that I really want to do with all of my being. I want to give it a shot to see if I can make this happen. But every odd was stacked against me. It really, truly seemed like the impossible, Um, but it was just something in my heart. I knew I wanted to try every step of the way and see if I could make it happen. And if it couldn't, I was back where I started, but like, I just had that burning feeling in my gut. Like This is the one thing that would make me complete and to go after it. And so I hope it you know, similar to you getting your MBA. I hope it shows people that the impossible is possible.
0: Yes. And you know, this, this is my last statement here. Uh, One of my coaches, John Fossil, he's the special teams coach for the the Cowboys. He was at the Rams, gave him my start as a special teamer.
1: Did he coach the Giants?
0: The Giants, I think. Oh, Jim
1: Fossil, maybe.
0: John, John Fossil.
1: OK, but was wasn't there a fossil coach at the Giants? Who, his dad, who won- I think
0: his dad, yeah, his dad, I think that was his dad. Because yeah.
1: they, they played the Super Bowl in Tampa that year against the Ravens.
0: And you wrote did you write a book on that? Did you or
1: well, I just remember I was a little kid and the, the hotel where the Giants were staying was down the street for me. And I remember just waiting in the lobby with my dad for autographs and and, you know, seeing the coaching staff. And so that's why I remember the fossil name super clearly.
0: Oh, wow. That's a great connect there. Yeah. See, look, I, you being an agent, you got connections that from different generations. That's, see, there we go. But uh, yeah, so it, John Fossil, his dad, great. I have I've met him once, I think, uh, Jim Fossil, but um, Coach John Fossil, we call him Bones. You know, Bones. tall, receiver, skinny guy. <laughs> right, exactly. And so he told me, he said, Cam, like, you know, he's like, you weren't supposed to make this tape. He said- He said, and it's hard to get in the NFL and to get through that door. He said, but it's even harder to stay in it. And he told me that. And it reminded me, I was reminded of that when I got my MBA. So now I I worked on different things to retain that MBA information. And so uh, I've started reading challenges for myself to read 15 pages a day, different things, just so I can keep that MBA. And it reminded me of that statement. He said, it's like, Hey, like you got your MBA cam and that knowledge, an MBA brain. So it's going to, you got to keep that MBA brain. You have to keep sharpening that brain. And so that for me is a burning desire for me to go read and to learn and to ask questions because now that I have that MBA next to my name, they can see it on my email, my LinkedIn. So when they talk, people talk to me, they want to see does he really have an MBA brain or not? And so uh, that's the one thing that really stuck with me and, I'm going to wrap that into, you know, you being an agent, Whitney, is that I want to make sure that I'm pouring into you so you can keep that one athlete on the roster so you can keep this thing that you worked for for nine years. Right. We want to make it as long as you want it. And, you know, however long you're an agent for, I'm going to support you regardless. So Thank you. I to that means you know a that.
1: lot. I call you my champion because you have made so much possible. I mean, had you not taken a chance on me and been willing to work with me and write that letter, none of this would have been possible. And the other thing I mentioned to you offline earlier that people don't realize, and I want to be open and transparent about this process because I think that's the best way for other people to learn, is that to officially become certified. Yes, you have to pass the test, but then you have to procure professional liability insurance, which the NFLPA provides a contact that they work with. That was $1,400. And then you, if you have between zero and nine clients, you have to pay an annual fee of $1,500. It goes up if you have, you know, more clients. So I, I haven't even signed a client and I've already had to pay the $2,500 application fee to take the test, plus the basically $3,000 to um, you know, put the different pieces in place to be able to do this job. So you really continuously, even though I passed the test and that's great, I'm already the next day having to make investments and sacrifices to even try and give myself a shot. And so you know, if you're thinking of becoming an agent, save up some money, had I not done that, I wouldn't have been able to even give myself a shot at this process. And you just hope those dividends are are paid back and it becomes money well spent. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, as we go along our journeys, we, you know, these are dreams coming true, but at the same time, we're starting fresh and we're rookies and we're entering new chapters. And so I think we want to make sure to keep people updated as our, you know, jobs go along, talk about the highs and the lows, the, the realness of these chapters that we're in and, and sort of share stories so people can learn what this life is really like.
0: Wow, Whitney. I mean, it sounds like you put a down payment on for a house to be, become an agent there, huh? So,
1: yeah, worth it was, it though. well, my friends are buying houses, and instead, I'm buying liability insurance. So, you know, it's again like you, you can't compare yourself. I mean, when I wrote my book, I, I said all my friends were having babies, and I had a book because you know, it took the same amount of time. So like I'm continuing again, that's why it looks all shiny and great on the outside, but I have to continue to make sacrifices and say, okay, I'm going to continue to stay in my one bedroom apartment. And that has, you know, rent where I'm not investing. I'm not building equity. I don't have the space I would like to have because I'm pursuing this dream. And so you have to know the realities of that in order to make these dreams come true.
0: Whitney, I'm, I'm pushing that dream for you. Thank you, Kim. Uh, you, you too. You, you have a supporter here.
1: Yes, and sa- same thing with Visa. We can't wait to hear updates of how it's going. So we'll make sure to keep people posted. But truly, the, your MBA graduation it will forever inspire me and was one of the proudest moments of my life. So I hope that you know that.
0: I mean, the fact that you were there, I mean, it Wouldn't was with the familiar
1: wouldn't have missed it for the world like a weekend i'll never forget so anyway you know i'm i'm so proud of you and uh you know we'll we'll keep people posted on where this journey goes
0: yes energy Captains, we have nfl agent whitney holtzman and cameron lynch nba here we are peacing out